0: Remember when you were a little child and you were convinced that when you grew up you would be a singer or a dancer or even run away with the circus? Did you do it? And if not, what changed? I'm Zelda St. Wild, and with over 20 years experience as a professional performer, I'm fascinated with what it is that holds so many back from pursuing their passion and what it takes to live the life we all deserve. Ask yourself, what if you were born to do this? I'm the eldest of six children, born in Manchester. All of us were born in Manchester. I I do believe that when I was a baby, I kind of moved, we moved around quite a lot. I know that we did live in Wolverhampton for a while, but essentially my whole childhood that I remember was in Manchester. I used to spend a lot of my time at my grandparents, at my mum's mum and dad's, my nana and granddad, in Manchester at weekend. And I think this is where... Maybe a lot of my skills as a performer kind of began. No one in my family does anything entertainment wise. There's no, um, no one sings, dances, writes, anything. I'm not sure where it came from, but I always, I've just always entertained. Even before I remember, like my family, my mum, my, my grandparents have stories of me always being on on a dance floor as a child like when we'd, we'd go on holiday in Blackpool and you'd be in the ballroom and then they'd say like I don't know if there's a show or whatever would happen and they'd say if anyone else wants to get on the dance floor I'd go running on as like this 18 month old baby as far as I know I'm not sure I don't remember it <laughs> don't quote me on it but it's just always been there but I definitely think that that got sculpted a lot more when I was at my nana and my granddad's because it wasn't really something that I did in my own house so on a weekend while I was up there so it start on Friday after school and then go home on the Sunday evening and that whole weekend I'd be watching like I remember musicals being on the tv from on BBC2 like Judy Garland, Fred Astaire, that sort of thing was a huge influence. Music was always on although it was radio too a lot of the time. And if my uncle was there, we'd listen to a lot of the Beatles and things. I do remember sitting at the kitchen table and I used to pretend to play the piano to Hey Jude. And I was really, really young, like really young. But that's like one of my first memories. I can't play the piano, by the way. (laughs) That never happened, (laughs) but it is a memory. I think at the time it was good enough. It was just on the table. I was happy with what I could do. And yeah, I used to put on shows, put together dance routines, like especially in the summer when people would be sat outside in the garden. I'd be entertaining and dancing and doing shows. I don't know why. I always used to do Putting on the Ritz and 42nd Street. I don't even know where I seen those songs or got access to some of this music, but it was just in me anyway. It was just a natural thing that I used to do. I had always... Instinctively wanted to entertain. And I remember being quite young and always saying that I wanted to leave a legacy. Again, where this sentence came from, I do not know. I'd obviously heard someone say it. And I wanted to leave this legacy and this art behind after my life, which is very dramatic for a child, I'm thinking now. Primary skill was okay, I think. I have like, yeah, I have memories of primary school was okay. Again, it got to that point where I was just doing my own thing. I had had this idea in mind of what I was going to grow up and be this big, famous performer. So I was quite driven, is the word, focused. I don't know. Narrow-minded, who knows? One of them things, even then. So any talent show that was on, that was great because used to do like talent shows at things like Easter and Christmas and like the school harvest all these things and they'd always have a show on and there's these two girls that could Irish dance they'd always do an Irish dance and there was someone who could play a violin and then or there'd be a little guy who could do magic and I'd get a couple of friends together and make them learn routines dance routines um one of the ones when I was really really young was Bananarama I don't know if you remember Bananarama from like back in the 80s are they? 80s I don't uh, And their dance routines were quite simple no offense but they were very very simple. So I used to get together all these like little girls in the class and teach them the rama routines and we used to get in so much trouble because we'd be rehearsing in the toilets and you weren't allowed in the toilets at break time unless you were actually going to the toilet. You weren't allowed to to linger and I'd kind of turned it into a bit of um, a dance studio rehearsal space so we did used to get in trouble for that but yeah, aside of shows like that at school, no, nothing else. Never did any dance classes, never did any acting classes or anything as a child. Wasn't pushed in that way at all. Asked all the time. Couldn't understand why I couldn't go to all these like things. Like, to me, I would think I would have thrived as a drama school child that would have been me one of those little kids that gets to be in the West End and everything I presume that was the world that I wanted to live in Um, and it was yeah complete opposite but it's all good early influences though the main one would be Madonna that was like a big deal she was all over my wall so was Michael Jackson But I think, obviously, with him being a guy, as a role model, Madonna was one. Still is now. Madonna was inspiring because there was no one like her. She was bold. I was fascinated by her her clothes, the music videos, the films, all of it. I used to make my mum, well, not make her, but I used to convince my mum to let me go to the shop dressed as Madonna, which is probably quite weird as a year old in high heels and lacy leggings and things like that. So I think the style originally was fascinating to me because she looked cool. And I don't know. I mean, I think the whole thing, just the show, the shows, the dancing, the outfits, all of it when I was young. and then obviously when you get older and you kind of learn more about her as a person or her as a, a female figure in the industry, then then it takes on more of an intellectual level. But early on, it was purely visual. I just thought she was amazing. I think when I was really young, I was always very clear that I wanted to be on stage. I I just wanted to be on stage. And it's a weird thing to think now that I mean, I suppose now with the reality shows and there's a lot more talent competitions on the TV that children probably do talk about wanting to be famous more now than they did when I was a kid all that time ago. But I did think I wanted to be famous. Fame now in hindsight is not really how I would have summed it up. But then to me, I was dreaming of being a superstar, so that I could do all these movies and travel and shows and be dancing. And every day was different. And it was all exciting costumes and get to see other performers perform. And that was that fascination. And that was very much kind of how I sold it to my friends when I was making them dance around with me and act and do all these things and be like rallying them together. Like, come on, guys, let's put this show on. So I guess that was the dream. I've never really swayed from that as a child. I don't remember a period of time where... I've always loved animals, like animals are such a big thing in my life. But even something like that, it's not like I'd ever swayed thinking maybe I'd be a vet or work with animals or always just entertainment or teaching entertainment. I think now all these years on, everything that interests me and excites me and I'm passionate about and all the creative things I enjoy doing, they've not changed from when I was a child. They've obviously, I'd like to think I've matured. (laughs) And I know more of what I'm doing, but the the initial drive and the concept has always been there. I've always enjoyed performing and dancing and singing and all this stuff. And I just think if I could just go back in time and say to that child that that's, that's who you are, embrace it, you know, don't doubt it, then maybe maybe it would have been an easier journey for me. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have had self-doubt as much. Maybe I'd be higher up the ladder now. I mean, I don't know, it's hard to know in hindsight, but there's definitely a period of time, whether that's when you're a teenager or whether you're like going into your teens or even maybe after your teens and people expect you, you're now in your twenties, you should be settling down or you should be earning X amount of money or you should be thinking about children. There's definitely stages through your life where comparing yourself to other people becomes almost negative to that instinctive drive that you have because you're not like them or you've not achieved what they've achieved or am I normal? Should I just give this up now? Is this too long? You know, this pipe dream of being a performer or traveling the world, dancing and things. And I know a lot of people do do that. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that work on cruise ships for a long period of time and, you know, they kind of put their family on hold for a while and then they do that when they're ready. There's so many options, but no one was really telling me that at the time. And I didn't do the cruise ships and stuff. It just didn't appeal to me personally. But I just think if I'd have had that knowledge of be yourself and it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing or whether they think it's normal or not. This is your path and it isn't going to go away. So just embrace it and go for it. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. And if they think you're the weird one because you're traveling around dancing when they've got, their cushy little home and their pets and their kids and their school run that's fine because if that suits them and they're happy that's perfect but I don't want to compare myself to those people and look like I'm lacking because this is my journey so I think just to say to little me go for it you know you are what you are even if it's a bit odd be be that person (laughs) I definitely think I've always wanted to be a performer. And it's not like a look at me version of a performer. It's not a center of attention thing. In many ways, I'm really not that person. I'm I'm not like wanting all eyes on me and to be the, you know, the highlight in the center of the room. I'm quite different off stage than I would be on stage. I'm quite, um, I'm not a shy person, but I'm not an extrovert. So i definitely think i'm born to do it because it just feels natural to me as a calling it's an instinctive thing and when i don't do it and i step away from it i just feel like there's something wrong it's just like out of sync with myself and i don't feel i just don't feel right so i would say yeah i am born to do it i mean i must be i haven't given up at this age so yeah it's it's who i am <laughs> Thank you all for listening i'd really appreciate it if you can leave a review and share this to all of your friends subscribe to be notified of my next episode and remember to ask yourself "Were you want to do this